0: There doesn't have to be any such thing as a recession in your business. And if you're paying attention and being fiscally responsible, if you're being a CEO, if you know your numbers, you know your KPIs and you're looking for the trends and you're not afraid of what the numbers tell you, then you can always avoid having your own personal recession. You never have to have two consecutive quarters of downturn in your revenue. It's going to require you to master what you need to know about your business. No one should know your business and industry better than you. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnell Jervie Harmon. The place to be for high-level conversations about all things millions. Your mission, mindset, methodologies, mandate, movement, messaging, marketing, metrics, and most definitely your money. I am your host, spiritual business growth coach, Dr. Darnell J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategies to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you're ready to move to your next level everything, let's get this party started. This episode is powered by Move to Millions, the book. Okay, y'all, we are inching closer and closer to the release of this powerful book. I need you to stop trying to wait until November the 7th because here's the thing. If you get your copy now, we have some exclusive bonuses waiting for you at movetomillionsbook.com. If you wait until the book officially releases, you will have missed out on more than $1,000 worth of bonuses. I actually have another bonus that I've been saving that I'm going to be releasing soon, but I don't want you to wait because even if you get your copy now, you'll get this additional bonus as well. So stop what you're doing and go to movetomillionsbook.com to grab your copy. Your future children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, thank you now for putting this book in your professional library. I am out in the world and on location over the next few weeks traveling. And so I am literally recording this episode of the podcast from my hotel room. I, having so much sit in my spirit. So since I've been traveling and because we are launching this book, every city that I go to, I've been holding commas and conversation events. These events have been amazing. And literally to join me at one of these events, all you have had to do was to pre-order a copy of my book. When I tell you I got bonuses for days for getting your own copy of the book that is literally going to shake your life and your business and change the trajectory of your future generations, I've been doing the most and I have been having the most amazing time. And so at Commas and Conversations that we held last night in Atlanta, Georgia, that's where I happen to be right now, I had this question come up for me more than once. And you know what happens when multiple people ask you the same question, it's probably time to do an episode about it on the podcast. And so we're going to talk about something that I really don't ever like to think about and even want to talk about, but I get it. If you watch the news, if you pay attention what's happening in the world, this is probably something very real for you. And in the event that this is coming up for you, I thought it might be cool if I take a little time, talk about it, and in so doing, offer you some insights into the way I think about this topic and importantly, how you should start to think about it and what you can do so that this never becomes your problem. You probably can't guess what I'm going to talk about. You might not even believe that I'm going to talk about this topic, but like I said, it keeps coming up. Clients are asking me and I get it, right? Especially our clients that are really focused on having all of the information. One of the things we do with our clients when we're in the onboarding process is we give them a series of assessments. One of those assessments is the Colby A assessment. Colby was created by Kathy Colby and it's one of the only innate instincts-based assessments in the market. And it tells us if you are free to be yourself, how you're gonna show up in the world. And so we give this to our clients because we want to get a very clear understanding of what makes them tick and how they think so that we can serve them in the best possible way, right? Through our coaching and consulting. We want to be able to make sure that the way that we're interacting with our clients is such that they are being seen, they feel safe, they are heard, and they are getting what they need in order to experience the results that we know are capable for them. And so Colby A. looks at four modus operandi. It looks at fact finder, follow through, quick start, and implementer. Fact finder is how you gather and share information. Follow-through is how you design and arrange that information. Quick start is how you manage risk and uncertainty. And implementer is how you manage space and tangibility. And so with these four scores, we can learn a lot about our clients. And so the clients that have been asking me this question, and I would just guess some of the women and men that have been joining us at our commas and conversations events, they likely too are high fact finders. High fact finders are people who need as much data and information as they could possibly find. Like there's no such thing as too much information. These are the people who often find themselves caught up in analysis paralysis and the need, the craving of more information is what stops them from taking the actions that are going to move their life and their business forward. Sorry, but that's kind of the way it is. And whenever... I am reviewing one of our clients, Colby A. Scores, and looking at their high fact finder, if they happen to be a high fact finder, and I report out to them what this tells me about them and how we as a coaching and consultant team are going to serve them to honor their need for more data, but also give them that gentle push and nod so that they can get into action and achieve the results we know are possible. Because a lot of times the need for more information is disguised as your re- realization or your belief that you're not ready yet and so instead of going out there with what you have because getting started is better than waiting for perfection they'll make the excuse that there's more information to be had or we find a lot of times that when a person gets to the point at they're a high fact finder and they don't know what else to do they go back to school they feel like if they get more data more information more knowledge more certificates more diplomas, then surely they will be able to do what it is that they need to do. And they're after competence. I get it. Competence will stand in when your confidence is low and competence will help you to become more confident and getting more data often helps our high fact-finding clients feel confident. So I get it. And so when this question came up for the third time, I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and address it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about recession-proofing your business. Here's what I know. I know that as an entrepreneur, you get to decide if you wanna participate in a recession. And I know you're like, Darnell. what in the devil are you talking about? Listen, I'm not an economist. I don't play one on TV. But what I know is that during times of recession, and let me define recession for you, you can Google and find the answer, or you can go straight to the source to get the answer of how recession is defined. So, according to the National Bureau of Economic Research, the official recession definition is that when there is a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the economy and it lasts more than a few months you might be in a recession. And often what we see, economists are looking at two consecutive quarters, so 180 days where gross domestic product is down that they would consider us to be in a recession. So technically right now at this moment, according to NerdWallet and other sources online, the U.S. is not currently in a recession based on the traditional definition. And we are moving into the end of 2023. We are not in a recession, but economists are talking about it incessantly. And because of that, it is causing strain and stress and worry, those negative emotions that stifle your ability to attract abundance into your life situation, into your business amongst many entrepreneurs in the marketplace. But here's what I want you to know. That even when the economy says that there's a recession, and again, we're not in one, it does not have to impact your business. Now, in order for a recession, if we were in a recession, to not impact your business, there are going to be some things that you need to do. I'm going to share them with you in just a few moments. But you don't have to participate in a recession. And can I, for just a moment, inspire you and tell you about The million-dollar, billion-dollar, multi-million-dollar companies that have been born out of a recession? Apple. You know Apple. You might be listening to this episode on your podcast right now on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, they were born out of a recession. MailChimp, Slack, WhatsApp, Microsoft, Pinterest, General Motors, CNN, IBM, Uber, Instagram, Venmo, and I could go on and on and on. They were all born in a recession. Now, many of you know my story and you know that my introduction to entrepreneurship came through Mary Kay Cosmetics, a cosmetic giants in the direct selling industry. And I was fortunate enough to be part of their top 2% and actually earn a pink Cadillac. I earned two in my tenure. And what the company used to tell us all the time. So I was in and active in Mary Kay. From 2001 until 2008, I sent my car, my second pink Cadillac, I sent it back just after career conference that year. Because if you remember in my story, October 1st, 2007 was the morning I woke up after finishing the second pink Cadillac. And that was the one that had been like work. And you've heard me say before that when God gives you something, it won't need batteries. Well, that second Pink Cadillac, it needed batteries. And that was my indication that it was time for me to move into the direction of what it is that God truly desired for me in that particular season. And that meant that I was gonna be moving away from Mary Kay Cosmetics and actually starting Incredible One Enterprises, its first iteration. And when I was in Mary Kay Cosmetics, we straddled the 2008 decline. And I came in just after the 2000 decline. And what we talked about, what we used to share with potential beauty consultants as we were having skincare classes and holding our customer appreciation events is that during an economic downturn, there are specific industries and businesses that flourish. I want you to get excited if you listen to this podcast, because it is likely that you operate in an industry that has the potential to flourish during a recession. And again, we're not in one, right? So personal development, self-care, health, mental health, and wellness, those are just examples of the industries that actually flourish in the time of an economic downturn. So more than likely, even if we were to enter a recession, and again, we're not in one, I'm just going to keep saying that because I didn't even want to talk about it. But after three questions about recession-proofing a business, I said, okay, let me just go ahead and get this episode out of the way. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about some companies that have actually made more in a recession, just again, to give you a little bit of inspiration. And then I'm going to share some of my top tips for what you can begin to do today so that your business never has to worry about being in a recession. We'll be right back. It's here, it's here. You've heard me share about my new book, Move to Millions, a gazillion times. Well, now you can pre-order your very own copy. The book officially releases November 7th, 2023. And if you pre-order your copy now, you'll help us make history. Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind, is already an Amazon bestseller. Grab your copy and our bonuses today at movetomillionsbook.com. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast. This is your girl, Dr. Darnielle. And we are talking about something that I vowed that I would never talk about. This is why you should never say never, because I have been hearing earned occurrence of this question for the past few weeks. As you know, I've got a book coming out And as a result, I've been doing a boatload of speaking. Everywhere I've been going, this topic has been coming up. Every event that I've been speaking at, this topic has been coming up. And so I thought I would jump in the game and share my thoughts with you on how to recession proof your business so that you never have to worry about a recession. So I promised you just before we took the break that I would share some companies that actually make more in a recession and some industries, companies and industries. So. As an example, Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Company, inside of the industry of movies and entertainment makes more money during a recession. Technology companies make more money during a recession. One of my tips is to look for ways to innovate. Technology companies make more during a recession. Cosmetics companies make more during a recession. Personal development companies make more during a recession. Netflix made more and continues to make more in a recession. Retail chains like the Home Depot, Target, Walmart make more in a recession. The bottom line is that just because there's an experience of an economic slowdown and some industries are adversely affected, it doesn't mean yours has to be one of them. Again, I'm not an economist, I don't play one on TV. But at this point in time, I've been in business nearly 16 years and I have personally experienced two recessions as well as COVID-19. And if you recall, COVID-19 doubled our business. We've actually doubled every year since 2020. Actually, every year since 2019, our business has doubled. And what I learned during this time despite what's going on around us, is we have a distinct opportunity. You have a distinct opportunity to decide not to participate in a recession. I know that might sound crazy. And I know you're probably wondering how in the world can that be? If your business is reliant on customers, and every business is, and your customer gets to make a choice as to whether or not Your service is one that they could cut back on. How can you not participate in a recession? I'm so glad you asked. I have tons of tips for you of what to do. And I'm actually going to start out with really evaluating your business. Now, part of the reason why I recommend that every 90 days you perform a SWOT analysis on your company is for this very reason, because if, a recession happens after two consecutive quarters of slowdown in growth, and you're evaluating your own company every quarter, you could determine the red flags when you could be personally moving into a quote unquote recession, not based on the definition that the economy would give you, but based on what you are experiencing inside of your own company. If there's a slowdown in revenue, if you're identifying some trends that are happening that are impacting your revenue, you could make some different decisions and shift and change what you're doing in the marketplace to prevent that from happening. So a SWOT analysis, you've heard me talk about this if you're an OG listener of the podcast before. SWOT is an acronym, an analysis of reporting, if you will, that stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. If you were to perform a SWOT analysis on your company every 90 days, you would be able to evaluate the point in which any program, product, or service that you are offering is no longer working and serving the needs of your clus- your customers in the best possible way, right? You would be able to evaluate that. You would know that there's an opportunity to make an adjustment in something that you're offering. Now, let me let you in on a trend that we've observed. Now, if you know us, you know that we are high-end coaching and consulting brand, And the clients that we serve and work with are making an investment in order to access our consulting services, in order to grow their businesses to and beyond the million dollar mark. You know that, right? And our products and services really vary in cost, in the continuum of Mid to high ticket. Now, everyone defines high ticket differently. So just for the record, in this episode, let me define what I mean when I say high ticket. So for me, mid ticket is starting at $10,000 in 2023. Now, there was a point in time where $10,000 was high ticket. That point in time is not today. That time was like 2015. Today. Low ticket for me is anything that is priced at five thousand dollars and below. Five thousand dollars and below, I would say, is like low ticket. Premium pricing—that's just a echelon higher—is pricing that starts at five thousand and goes to about fifteen thousand. Mid ticket pricing. Starts at $15,000 and goes to about $30,000. High-end pricing starts at around $30,000 and goes up to $100,000. And ultra-high-end pricing is $100,000 or more. You heard it here first. When you hear me talking about high-ticket, I'm talking about something that is at least $30,000. That's what I'm considering high-ticket. Anything under 30000 is either going to be mid-ticket, premium pricing, or low-ticket, okay? So you know that to be true about us and our brand. Our coaching and consulting programs are typically going to fall in that mid-to-high-ticket range. I don't apologize for it. That's who we are. That's what we do. One of the things that we are always evaluating because we do a SWOT analysis on the company every 90 days is the point at which we need to create offerings that are in a lower threshold in order to create a potential bridge, right? To manage the gap that might exist from people not enrolling in our ultra high-end programs. So we're always evaluating whether or not we need to Look at what we're offering to have something that's more comparable. I'm not saying that we always create, because you know me. I believe in a deep business model, meaning you have fewer offerings that really go deep and is a quality container of community coaching and consulting that really allows for the end user to experience massive transformation. That is what I believe. That is what I focus on. Now, because I know that when there is constant talk of a recession, people start to tighten their waist belts. They start to tighten their expenses. They start to evaluate. I mean, that's actually even one of the tips I'm going to share with you in a moment. We evaluate whether or not we need to create an offer that is at a different price point. I recently did a launch of a beta program to redo my speaking course. My speaking course, which used to be called Speak the Incredible, is a course that would help you to build to six to seven figures, leveraging the power of speaking to move your business forward. I hadn't updated Speak the Incredible since 2015. And because I'm back on the road doing a lot of speaking and getting booked at a nice five figure keynote fee, I felt it was necessary to make some updates to that course. And so I decided as we're upgrading everything that I was going to create or update this course, change the name. So it's now going to be called Speak and Move Millions. And I was going to do an amazing refresh. And so what did I do? I offered a beta. I held a masterclass in August called Speak and Move Millions, where I shared our Speak and Move Millions framework. And then I invited participants of the webinar to enroll in a beta for me to create a new course to be able to teach people how today to leverage the power of speaking to build to six, multiple six or seven figures. And so through that launch, we were able to enroll 20 people in our program at our beta of pricing, which is lower than typically we offer anything to the marketplace. I want you to notice two things. I want you to notice number one, that I did not low my prices on something existing because I believe that once you set the price, that the price is the price. And remember, price is never a problem unless value isn't present. But I created something new and I could do it at an investment level that would allow me to experience a volume play. And in a very short period of time, I was able to create an influx of more than $50,000 for our business when we're in the middle of a book launch where we're focused on getting people to buy a book that is $23.95 when you buy it, right? We're not getting rich by selling copies of this book. And so I was able to pivot. So that's another tip I have when we're in a recession or to recession-proof your business is to become innovative, and to look for the opportunity to capitalize on solving a problem in a new way for a contingent of your market that is ready to solve the problem and to introduce it to them at a price point that is going to make it an absolute no-brainer. I have a few more tips that I'm going to share with you, but let's take another quick break. We'll be right back on the Move to Millions podcast. Is checking your profit and loss statement and realizing that you've made $1 million in cash or more in your business in one year, your wildest dream? I've got just the book you need to give you a step by step framework to bring your dream to life and to position you to sustain it for years to come. Move to Millions, the book will take you from straddling the six figure plateau to making, moving, and leaving millions, even if you have no idea where to start or how simple it can be. You can start your journey on the Move to Millions today by ordering your copy at movetomillionsbook.com. As soon as you place your order, you will join our Move to Millions book squad and get access to exclusive bonuses that include getting to read the book now before your copy arrives once the book release. Go now to movetomillionsbook.com and join our book squad by getting your copy today. You are listening to the Move to Millions podcast. We're talking today about... The R word, recession-proofing your business. Okay, I still can't believe I'm really talking to y'all about this, but I'm hoping that what I'm sharing with you is helpful and it'll give you some insight into things that you should do so that you don't ever have to worry again about a recession. So here are a few tips for you just, and these are things, honestly, you should be doing in your business anyway. I mean, if your desire is to become a million-dollar CEO, And if you are a million-dollar CEO and you desire to scale and sustain your business, these are things you should be doing any old way. So this should not be a surprise to you. Number one, I want you to review your budget, your cash flow projections, your income statement, and your financial plan for your company. You should be doing that anyway. (laughs) And you should be doing it on a monthly basis and going deep with your CFO and or accountant on a quarterly basis. Now, let me sidebar because I just opened a can of worms. You may not need a CFO if your business is just making low six figures. A good accountant who also understands tax strategy will be most helpful in addition to your bookkeeper. And as your monthly reports are done, you should be reviewing them And making sure that you are operating within the guidelines that you have established to move your business forward. It's just fiscally responsible to do that, recession looming or not, right? And so as you're doing this review, you want to audit your company spending. Where are you spending money? And are you spending money on things that are absolutely necessary for you to spend money on? Are there places where you can reduce expenses? And let me give you a little hint about the expenses you should not reduce. You should not reduce your marketing expense. You should not reduce your consulting and business education expense. If you are not yet where you desire to be in your business, that means there's likely something that you don't know that you don't even know that you don't know. And because you don't know it, you need to find someone who does and get them to offer you mentorship, coaching, consulting, and support. So you don't dial down on marketing and you don't absolutely not die down on business education and um, talking with other experts and professionals that can help you in the areas that are gonna make your money. Now, marketing expense, business education, coaching, mentorship expense, et cetera, are designed to create a return on investment. So you're gonna need to evaluate the coaches and consultants that you are looking to hire to make sure that they can yield a return and they have documented evidence of others that they have done this for, right? You also wanna evaluate what systems, tools and software you might be paying for, but you're not really maximizing and ask yourself whether or not that's something that you need. We went through this exercise recently and we do this twice a year and we were able to reduce our expenses by $3,000. Like that might not sound like a lot, but it is over time. I mean, how many of you have had a membership to Planet Fitness, which is 10 bucks a month that you just forgot about because it's $10. And if you really added it up, you've spent thousands of dollars and never gone to Planet Fitness, right? Another thing you want to do in order to... session proof your business is you want to make sure you're spending time building up your cash reserves. Now, in order to do this, you're going to have to charge more than it costs. So you need to evaluate your pricing and you need to make sure that you are charging with a 60 to 80% profit margin in order to have money enough to start your cash reserves. I love profit first. Shout out to Mike McCallowitz. He is not paying me to tell you about Profit First. If you are to open up the second edition of his book, you'll see my name. I'm the first testimonial and case study there. That's how much I love Profit First. And I highly recommend that you get the book and you look at introducing it to your business because your ultimate goal is to have six figures in cash flow, so that anything that you might need to move your business forward, be it bringing on team, paying for marketing or anything, all the equipment breaks. Your business doesn't skip a beat because you have cash flowing enough through your business that's only going to be possible if you charge more than it costs. 60 to 80% profit margins. Retail is a 50% profit margin. So because you're a service-based business, for those of you who are service-based businesses, you want to be just an iota more than that. Another important tip that I want you to think about in order to recession proof your business is as you're building out your team, and you know, I believe in it three teams an operations team, a marketing and sales team, and a talent or client success team. Your operations team is responsible for day to day management. Your marketing and sales team are responsible for lead generation and revenue generation and acceleration. And your client success or talent team are responsible for client service delivery. So those three teams, I want you to look at them. And as you look at your team, you want to audit your team. You want to audit your job descriptions. You want to make sure that you have people in the right seats on the bus. And you want to look for multi-hat opportunities. Danielle, what is a multi-hat? A multi-hat opportunity is an opportunity for you to have one team member who performs multiple functions that are complementary and congruent and reduce the expense to go find another team member to perform that role. We want to always be operating lean. My personal recommendation is that 30 to 40%, ideally 30%, closer to 30% of your gross revenue per month is what is being spent on team. And that's all team, that's all payroll. So that's any contractors you have, any full-time employees you have, and that includes paying yourself 30 to 40%. So if there's an opportunity, if you have a talent amongst someone on your team that might not be the job that you hired them for, but they can play that role within the realm of responsibility that they have in your company, it's your responsibility to find that out and to leverage it in order to reduce the need to bring on additional team members because you have to consistently evaluate your overhead. I already talked to you about my tip about being innovative and finding new ways to serve people. Now, I'm not talking about getting caught up with every bright, shiny object that is happening in the marketplace. I'm talking about being very clear what your vertical is And staying within the confines of your vertical, but potentially introducing. So as an example, let's say you typically serve a higher end client and you are attracting a lot of people for whom the result that you offer is aspirational, but they're not there yet and they can't typically work with you. Could be a great idea to offer an ancillary product that could serve that person and create a wellspring and cash infusion inside of your company. That's an example of being innovative. Something else you want to do to recession-proof your business so that you never, ever, 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 ever have to worry about a recession is to leverage strategic partnerships. Listen to me. You need to get in the rooms that are going to stretch you. You need to get in the rooms where the investment makes you want to swallow your tongue. Those are the rooms where you are going to meet the people who can put you on their platform, who can introduce you to your next client. And that will not happen if you are staying in rooms that make you feel safe and comfortable. And my last tip for you for now, I'll probably do something similar to this again, because this was actually more fun than I thought. And it really wasn't about recession proofing your business. This is just good old business that you need to know and leverage. These are things you need to know as a million-dollar CEO in the making. And the last tip that I have for you now in order to make sure that you never have to worry about a recession is to double down on nurturing the leads you already have in your company. Now, we're not turning off our marketing efforts, which means new leads will consistently be coming in. But the people that we already have in our ecosystem that have not chosen to unsubscribe is an opportunity to deepen your connection with them to get them to the point for them to consider making a buying decision and investment in themselves through your product or service. And that is only going to happen if you are evaluating your marketing campaigns, your marketing outreach strategy, and potentially multi-hatting to put one or two people on your team on Community outreach, to connect with people, to take surveys, to see what it is that they might be wanting or needing in this season that you could happily provide for them. Here's what I know there doesn't have to be any such thing as a recession in your business. And if you're paying attention and being fiscally responsible, if you're being a CEO, if you know your numbers, you know your KPIs, and you're looking for the trends and you're not afraid of what the numbers tell you, then you can always avoid having your own personal recession. You never have to have two consecutive quarters of downturn in your revenue. It's going to require you to master what you need to know about your business. No one should know your business and industry better than you. It's gonna require you to have vision enough to be thinking ahead. You know I love a good operating from your vision point and not your vantage point. And it is gonna require that you be obedient to what it is that you are learning about your business so that ultimately you can execute. Did you catch that? I just gave you the acronym for MOVE, which of course I cover in my brand new book, Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. Mastery, operational obedience, vision and execution will take you to and beyond the million dollar mark. And you never, ever, 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 ever have to worry about Being in a recession, I'm excited for you because you just got some powerful tips and insights that will truly recession proof your business. Do me a favor as you listen to this episode, however you like to listen, would you tag me in your stories on Instagram if I share something with you that you can leverage right now to make a difference in order to recession proof your business? I talked about a lot, y'all. I threw in some information about pricing. I threw in some information about evaluating your offers. We talked about SWOT analysis, and I gave you some cold hard tips that will help you to be in position inside of your business to create that six figure cash flow that will prevent you from ever having to worry about a recession. Take those notes, soak it all in, create a plan to take action, and I'll see you in our next episode. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. If this episode has impacted you in any way, would you please take a moment and rate and review? Doing so helps us to deepen our impact and expand our reach around the world. And if you are ready to start your very own Move to Millions, I highly recommend that you order your very own copy of my brand new best-selling book, Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. You can get your copy and our bonuses today at movetomillionsbook.com. Until next time, remember... Millions are your birthright and to access them you need only move. I'll see you next time.